Good morning. A couple announcements before we begin our worship. First, just a reminder that during the season of Lent, we're offering midweek Lenten services at both 2 and 7 p.m. Uh, we have music at the 7 p.m. service, but not at the 2 p.m. And also at the 2 p.m. service, following our divine service, we'll also be having our, our regular half-hour Bible study. Uh, right now, we're studying the epistles of the Apostle John. Uh, the other announcement I have is that uh, for the youth who are in the second year of confirmation and up through high school, youth and parents, we're having a meeting tonight at 6 p.m. to discuss the youth gathering in 2025. So if you're interested in learning more about it, or especially if you're interested in attending, feel free to come to our meeting tonight. Uh, we're also serving, I believe, pizza and other refreshments at the meeting. And there's more information in the back of your bulletin on this if you are interested. The Old Testament reading for this, the first Sunday in Lent, is from the 22nd chapter of Genesis. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here am I. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. He said, do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. 
and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the first chapter of James. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice from heaven. You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is the start of Lent, but Lent doesn't begin quietly. Lent doesn't just sit there like a bump on a log. The season of Lent isn't just something that plops itself down in front of you and doesn't move. There is a drive and there is a push happening in Lent. Just think about our gospel reading. Jesus is baptized in the Jordan and immediately as he comes out of the water, the heavens open up, the spirit descends and God announces to everyone, this is my beloved son with you. I'm well pleased. And then immediately Jesus is thrust out into the wilderness and tempted by none other than the devil himself. And after defeating the devil, Jesus immediately starts his ministry and says to everyone, the time is fulfilled. It is the right time. Now is the time. Right now for salvation. So repent. Turn away from sin and believe in the gospel. The season of Lent is not a rock. Lent does not just sit there. There's a drive to Lent. There's a push in Lent. And Lent does this for a good reason. Something very important is at stake 
Salvation is at stake. Living or dying is at stake. Eternal life or eternal death is in the balance. We're all going to die one day. All of us will. But here is Jesus right now bringing salvation, calling for us to run away from our sins, those things that bring death. If something was going to kill you, wouldn't you run away from it as fast as you could? Think of it this way. If you were alone in your house and it was on fire, burning up everywhere, no way to save it, and you only have a few seconds to get out of your house before it fell down in a burning heap all around you, wouldn't you run? We would. But when it comes to our sins, they're just as deadly as a burning house. In fact, I would say our sins are even deadlier than a burning house. But what makes no sense is this. We don't run away from them. Not like we should. None of us do. So our house is on fire around us and we are meandering on the computer. We're taking our sweet time slandering someone We've never met on social media because we don't like their political views. So as we feverishly type on our keyboard, those slanderous words are heating up our burning house all around us. We could repent. We could stop slandering this person we never met. A lot of times we just don't. We just sit there and keep slandering While everything is burning down all around us. And while we are taking our sweet time slandering, Jesus is outside shouting to us, Repent! Run away from that and come to me! A lot of times we don't. The house is on fire. It's burning all around us. And there we stand in the living room on our phones. The pictures on the wall of our houses are melting in the heat. But we're stuck looking at the pictures on our phone because we're captivated by what we see. Lots of things we should not be looking at. But we are. All while the house around us is burning down. Meanwhile, Jesus is shouting from the outside. It's time to repent. Right now, run away, come to me, and I will save you. The house is on fire, black smoke everywhere. But we can't move, literally can't. We want to, we do, but we can't. We look around this burning house and are reminded of all the sins we've done in our life. So many sins, maybe too many, we think. We can't move. We feel like our sins are just too many, too much done, too much wrong with us. We think it's impossible to get out of this, and we can't find our way. 
But Jesus knows the way. Jesus is the way. So Jesus calls out to you. It's time to leave. Time to move. It's time to believe the gospel and what I can do for you. Season of Lent is all about moving. Lent is not about sitting still. Lent is about moving where Jesus is calling you. And he is calling all of you. Jesus called out to you today. He said, the time is now. The time is right now. Repent. Run away from everything that's going to trip you up in life. And believe in the gospel. Believe in what I am going to do for you. We don't always run away from our love of sin like we should. Not always. Lent has momentum. Lent has purpose. It is moving people from point A to point B. But you know what? In Lent, you're not the only one that's moving. In fact, I I think we don't actually move that much. But look what Jesus does. Look how Jesus moves. In our reading for today, Jesus is baptized and immediately the Spirit descends on him. Heaven opens and declares Jesus is the beloved Son of God and God is very pleased with what Jesus is getting ready to do. And immediately Jesus goes into the wilderness. He faces the worst temptation in the world by the devil himself. But Jesus doesn't do it for himself. Jesus does it for you. Jesus allowed himself to suffer the worst temptations from the worst tempter to prove that Jesus could even defeat the devil himself. And after Jesus is victorious over the devil's temptations... Jesus immediately proclaims to all of us that right now is the right time for salvation. Today is the day you can be saved in him. Right now is the perfect time. Right now is the day of salvation. Because let's be honest, we may not have a tomorrow. None of us may. So Jesus brings salvation to you right here, right now, all for you. If our house is on fire, Jesus calls to you and brings you out, leaving all your sins behind in that burning wreck. But you know what Jesus does once you are safely out? Jesus walks Inside that house. He bears the burning smoke in his lungs. So you won't. He endures all the heat of those sins as they burn at him. So you won't. Jesus even allows that burning house of sin to kill him. And take him down. So you won't. But in the end, it's the shedding of Jesus' blood that puts out the flame of every single one of our sins. He dies in your place, so you won't. Jesus doesn't sit still, not for a minute. 
During Lent, Jesus is pushing forward to that one event when all sin will finally meet its match. Jesus pushes forward to that one day in time when sin, death, and the power of the devil will be neutralized forever. During Lent, Jesus drives all of us forward to his crucifixion on Good Friday where we gaze with our own eyes and see for ourselves what it took for all of our sins to be forgiven. It took the death of the Son of God in our place to forgive all those sins we have been asked to turn and run away from. You see, it's good we leave our sin, but sins don't just go away. They need to be taken care of for good. All the sins we've left behind need to be paid for in blood. And that's what Jesus does for all of you. Covers every single one of your sins with his blood. So their power over you is extinguished. They're washed. They're forgiven. All because of what Jesus is doing in Lent. We can run away from our sins, and we should. There may not be a tomorrow for any of us. But today, right here, right now, Jesus is ready to take care of all of our sins. Jesus is ready and willing and able to forgive each and every one of them. And Jesus does this through his blood shed for each of you for the forgiveness of every single one of your sins. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.